As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. If you have something that you love to do, jump in. It doesn't matter where you start, but if you do the right things business-wise, as we talk about some of those things, and you put the time and effort into it, you can really make some great things happen. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, are you looking for some financing, maybe some more money to do your fix and flip projects? Are you looking to grow your fix and flip business? Well, guess what? Got a solution for you. It's Fund That Flip. You know Fund That Flip. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip, has been on the show multiple times. He's a friend of mine, and they love working with the best ever listeners. They provide short-term fix and flip loans to experienced investors. They've got an online platform, makes the entire process super easy, and you can get funded in as few as seven days that quick. So if you're looking for a reliable funding partner, Go to fundthatflip.com. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Franco Harris, let's see, NFL Hall of Famer and co-founder of Silver Sport, which is a company, I'm going to use the definition I have here, and then I'm going to use my own definition, a company using a nano silver technology to naturally eliminate odor-causing bacteria in fitness clothing and accessories without the use of harsh chemicals. So clothing that doesn't make you stink, basically, is what it boils down to. Franco, with that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus now? So my, well, my background, born in New Jersey, had a great high school, played football in high school, and because of football in high school, I was able to go to Penn State and play under the great Joe Paterno, and then from there, I was blessed to be drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then from the Steelers, I played 13 years in the NFL, but I have to admit, Joe, one of my first loves always since I was 10 years old was business. I always had this love of business. So when I retired from football, right away, I delved into a business and didn't have much knowledge like about business. I just knew that I loved it. And I jumped in and many years later, I'm still doing business. It's been beyond my wildest dreams and still doing a lot of 
new business things all the time. So it's been a nice journey, and, and how lucky am I to do two things that I absolutely love, football and business. As an NFL player, I've spoken to a handful, most recently Troll Fletcher, spoken to Emmett Smith, and some others. And one thing that Terrell Fletcher mentioned is that when you're in the NFL, it is your identity because you have to be so focused on what your responsibilities are. And if that is the case with you, then how did you transition out of the NFL where you were so focused on one particular aspect of your life, and that is being really good at football, to business where you are competing with different types of individuals. You know what? When football was over, I said, Franco, you need to get busy, right? One thing you don't want to do is stay idly by. I said, even if I had to go work in a fast food restaurant, I'm going to go do something, right? And so I decided I'm going to start a little food distribution company. And I called it Franco's All Natural. This was probably around 1985, 1986. You were ahead of the curve. Yep. And I want to serve all natural food products. And I just started and loaded trucks, unloaded trucks, delivered, did all those things. And then around 1990, it morphed into Super Bakery. And Super Bakery has been beyond my wildest dream where we've taken that. And it's been great. And then about five years ago, myself and another gentleman, Tom Davis, we were talking about business and he mentioned about silver. And I said, what about silver? And he mentioned about these properties of silver, that silver is just in the earth and it's just natural antimicrobial. It deals with bacteria and odor. And I'm saying, silver? Then I looked into silver. We looked into it and he said, wow. I like this. And we studied the history of silver and how it was used thousands of years ago for its properties. And how in the 1800s in Europe, all through Europe, how all the doctors used it. And, you know, you look at the utensil that you put in your mouth, the gateway to your health and well-being. That was made out of what? Mm -hmm. And how did they know that way back then to make it out of silver? that that fork and that spoon would never have any germs or viruses or anything on it, even though you don't wash it. How do they know that? So silver has been used throughout history in many different ways. And now with our silver clean nanotechnology, we're able now to bring the uses up to the 21st century and all new uses for it and in new areas and to expand the use of it to really help to fight against bacteria and also to fight against odor in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Food distribution company morphed into Super Bakery, and now you've got Silver Sport. Were there any other ventures that you've done between your last day in the NFL to today? Sure. There were some little things that I did along the way. Bought Park Sausage along the way. You know, did some other little things here and there, like even with our bakery, we're getting into some hydration business stuff. We're doing some spinoffs of other things from the 
textile industry. I looked into the medical marijuana business. So I'm still looking at some aspects of that. So as I said, I just love business. I don't mind starting from the ground and building a business up. Matter of fact, a lot of times that's what I kind of prefer. Mm-hmm. And so a number of little side stuff that I like to do. And I like talking with people about business ideas. But the one thing that I tell players, because we didn't make the money back when I was playing, as I'm sure you know, but the money that they make now is pretty incredible. And I try to tell players, don't buy your way to the top, to the presidency. Learn the business. Learn every aspect of the business. And I said, that's what really helped me where, hey, I delivered, I worked shows, you know, I boxes. So I know every aspect of it. I know how it feels to do it. I know how it feels to unload a tractor trailer myself. I know how it feels to drive an hour to deliver something or drive three hours for a business appointment and all those sort of things. So knowing those little aspects of business and what people did to start a business, pretty incredible. And I respect a lot of people who start their business from nothing. When I read Sam Walton's book, I said, wow, that's pretty incredible. You know, but, mm-hmm. you know, you look at things like Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, you know, all people who started from nothing. It just makes you feel good that that type of spirit is alive and well. I imagine that your people recognize you, especially since you're living in Pittsburgh. And because of that, I suspect that you get pitched ideas. And you said earlier that you like talking about business ideas. How do you determine which business idea you pursue and which one you push aside? You know what? There's no certain criteria. Well, like I guess number one would be the idea. And is it unique enough? And is there a space for it? When, as you said, back in 85, when I started Franco's All Natural, you're right. All natural food products, not the norm. Mm. And so here I go doing that sort of thing. And I start the silver business with our different products, our clothing, and with our paint, which happens to be the best paint in the world against mold and mildew, staff, MRSA, E. coli. Just the best paint in the world, our silver armor paint. But you kind of look at an area that is kind of new, not saturated, and start it up. And sure, when you start up, there's always a challenge. And we know that there's that learning curve, a lot of different things. Even back in the day, I was going to get involved in water way before this water thing happened. I got involved in a soda that was fortified with vitamin C and vitamin A and vitamin D. But Something happened there where it didn't happen. But but I was looking at unique things, things that were different. And that's what I still look at today. We're going to talk about Silver Sport in more detail here in a second. But what's a venture that you've lost the most money on from a business standpoint? Something that flopped. Well, at one time, I started a t-shirt company and that didn't work out. But there were some exciting times with that when some of the things were hot and you jumped in on that sort of thing. I bought a park sausage 
And I tried to turn that around the whole plant in Baltimore. And I really wanted to make that work because I provided jobs and it had a nice plant in Baltimore. I wasn't able to make that work. Was it because they're all Ravens fans? <laughs> Never thought about it. That's what <laughs> I'm going to say now. <laughs> but anyone in business and you get in different things, you know you're going to fail sometimes. But I guess, you know, if you have more successes, then you have failures. But also I look at it as this is my passion. And the sausage business, I looked at it and I said, hey, you know, this has a great history. I want to get involved. Like they're going down. Can I come in and help and make a difference? And then you find that, hey, there's a lot more to it than just how you feel. You have to make it into a successful business. And if you can't, then you have to go on. What questions would you ask that you perhaps didn't ask when you purchased Park Sausage that for future stuff, you would ask those questions to help try and mitigate the risk? Well, as I mentioned, probably should have looked at it more from a business perspective rather than a social perspective. And the historical perspective. So that's probably fair where I let the historical perspective and the social perspective override the business. Makes sense. Let's talk about your main venture. Is your main venture right now Silver Sport? Well, Super Bakery and Silver Sport. Okay. Right? Now I have to admit, Super Bakery is kind of like my baby business, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, from Franco's All Natural morphed into super bakery so that's my heart my love and it's a great business and like now silver sport is like there also and i love what it's all about and i love where we're going i love what's there so i would say both of these are my main business okay but let's talk about silver sport yeah all right so silver sport how did you get involved as the co-founder was it through that conversation that you were referencing earlier Right. It, it was okay. a conversation that we had and then not knowing about silver and then learning about silver. And then it was like, wow, this is pretty incredible. And when you look at the history of silver and how it was used, but then you learn about the new properties and how it can transform a product and just change the product and the properties of the product in a number of different ways as we do with our sportswear, right? Because the whole thing is when you work out, why wouldn't you want to work out odor free? If you sweat, all of us have bacteria on our bodies, right? So when you sweat, that bacteria gets into the shirt and that bacteria causes the odor. Well, if you have our silver tea on, that's not going to happen because that sweat hits that silver tea shirt. And guess what? that silver goes to work and eliminates and destroys that bacteria that hits the silver in that shirt. So there'd be no odor in that shirt. And the same thing with our paints. We have our silver armor paint. So you paint your walls and you get a clean environment. That's what you want, a clean work environment where if someone coughs or touch or bacteria is airborne, lands on that wall, guess what? That silver clean technology goes to work 
eliminates it, wipes it out, and your walls stay clean. So we looked at this as a new opportunity and new ways to use silver and to bring it to market, but also odor-free fitness, odor-free workouts, and odor-free sports. So that's been our whole goal with this is odor-free because, believe me, I've been in some locker rooms <laughs> with some dudes where how the odor can get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been. In- and like also, the thing that really sold me, and I went on a trip, I first got involved in this, I took one T-shirt, I took a silver tea T-shirt, and I worked out, hung it up. The next day, no odor. Wore it again, sweated, hung it up, no mm-hmm. odor. So that convinced me also that our technology works. You know what I mean? It performs. Because number one, things have to perform, right? It has mm-hmm. to work. And we put this through many tests. And as a matter of fact, right now, we sell our Silver Force brand into the military. Well, that's the first market we want to go into with the military. Mm-hmm. Said, hey, it's a big go, market. They go out into patrol. They're outdoors. They're sweating. All type of situations. They can't change their socks. Can't change their tees. Hey, they wear our stuff. They don't have to worry about soldiers' feet. They don't have to worry about odor. They don't have to worry about smelling. So as we sell our field towels, socks, ladies' sports bras for the soldiers, And then from the military, we said, where do we go next? And we said, hey, you know what? Let's look into this partnership with Mossy Oak for the outdoors. And so we formed a partnership with Mossy Oak with our Silver Clean technology. So the outdoors can now be odor-free. Doesn't matter how long you go outdoors or how long you're out there, how long you walk in our socks, how long you wear our tee or sports bra or whatever, it's odor-free outdoors. Have you all taken on investors? Not at this time. Okay. We've been self-funded, but we are now going to the next level, and we are looking at that and considering that. And what would you use investment funds for in order to grow your company? Well, we'll definitely be looking at people. And then there's a couple project areas that we are looking at that these areas grow how we think they can grow then we're going to need working capital and probably working capital above and beyond where we can be self-funding. What is your specific role as the co-founder of Silver Sport? Work every day. (laughs) We talk a lot of strategy. Now, I don't say, just like with our super bakery, I mean, I don't go to the plants and bake. We have people who, who do that, but we talk ideas, strategy, future plans. It's you try to build your culture of what you stand for, what your company stands for. So it's really trying to make all the pieces fit and make sure we keep moving the pieces forward, that we keep going forward with our ideas, with our different programs, where are we going to be at for the future? Okay, let's make sure that we focus on this and focus on that. And uh, we have all the little pieces in place. And unfortunately, some people think I'm too hands-on. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know every little thing. And sometimes I know that gets in the way of people. But I just love it. I just love to know what's going on here, what's going on there, and, and contribute this, contribute that sort of thing. And I just love the creative part of business, doing new things, new areas. How can we be different? 
and also how can we be the best. Mm. When you talk about sports, that's one of the things that you always work on, where you want to be the best player and you want to have the best team, right? And I was fortunate enough in sports to experience that, where I was able to produce individually and also, as you know, at that time, I don't know how you feel, but I feel we had the best team in football at that time. Mm-hmm. And now in business... I, I'm smart enough not to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something. Like <laughs> and in business, it's the same thing where we want to be great at it. We want to have great products, and we want great performance from our products. And in our bakery business, Super Bakery, we've accomplished that. It's been great. And now with Silver Sport, that's where we're at also. You know, that's our whole mindset. We want to be the best, the best in odor-free workouts, the best in odor-free fitness. So that's our goal. And then that's what we focus on. We want to be the best in that category of odor-free workouts and odor-free sports. The listeners are entrepreneurs primarily in real estate investing but this advice doesn't necessarily have to be directed towards real estate investing because as real estate investors, we are all entrepreneurs. So here's the question. What is your best advice ever for entrepreneurs and real estate investors? Oh, that's the way to tell them because advice keeps changing depending upon, depending upon the market, right? But I do want you to know that that's going to be my next focus is going to be real estate investing. So I might have to talk with you some more <laughs> on another basis because I like real estate. When I first got to Pittsburgh, that really was the first business thing that I did. I bought a little unit that had a couple of apartments in it, but I just decided to go into a, another direction. Like, I think you're lucky enough if you're able to do what your passion is, what you love to do, and really jump into it. A lot, a lot of times, a lot of us hesitate. But if you have something that you love to do, jump in. It doesn't matter where you start. But if you do the right things business-wise, as we talked about some of those things, and you put the time and effort into it, you can really make some great things happen. And at the same time, doing something that you really love to do. I can do business 24-7. And that's just where I feel. When I got into it, I try to read all these business magazines all the time, right? I mean, I'm just reading things, seeing what people did, how they did it. You're right. What was their mindset on when they got into it? And how did they make certain decisions? Why did they make this decision at this time? And you know, a lot of things in life is place and timing, right? That is so important, place and timing. And sometimes we're just lucky to be at the right place or the right time or get involved in the right thing at the right time, just like with real estate. There were great times to be in it. I'm sure there were a few times not to be in it. So it's a lot of different things make things work. And I just love working it every day. We usually do a lightning round. We have some best ever listeners who have some questions for you. So are you ready for the best ever lightning round? People have questions? That's right. Yeah, I let them know that I was talking to you before, and they submitted some questions. That's surprising. (laughs) 
All right. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. You want to get better at negotiating real estate? Well, how about do you want to get better at negotiating real estate for free? Even better, right? Well, go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Fund That Flip, today's sponsor, has partnered with best-selling author Jay Scott to provide you with a free chapter from Jay's new book on negotiating real estate. I've read the book. Lots of good real-world case studies sprinkled in there, too. I love it when they do that. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever to download your free copy of the chapter today. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high-income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com. Okay, Franco. The first question comes from Grant. And what he asks is, what's the number one skill that you had in the NFL that is applicable towards business? Vision. That's what I would say, that I was able to just see what was happening and what was going on and knowing the move I had to make. And I think vision has always been one of my traits. Valerie, who's actually based in Pittsburgh, it's kind of a statement and a question. You've been successful not only in NFL, but in business. What advice would you give to an eight-year-old who you want to set up for success from a just overall good head on your shoulders standpoint? I paraphrased. A eight-year-old that you could be a champion in anything that you do, that any direction that you go into, that you can make a difference. And I said that you could be a champion, but you have to work for it and put the time and effort into it and go out into the world and make your mark and also make a difference. And last question. This comes from me. Favorite NFL city to visit, not including Pittsburgh? Ooh, boy, that's a tough one. So I never went to a game there, but one of my favorite cities is New York. I love New York. And what we played in Shea Stadium when I was. But, you know, now the stadium's in New Jersey. And so how does that fit? <laughs> well, New York City, though. Fair enough. Well, Franco, thank you for being on the show. How can the best ever listeners learn more about Silver Sport and what you're up to? Oh, please go to silversport.com. And if you're interested in our silver paint, silver armor, A R M O R, paint.com, silverarmorpaint.com and silversport.com. Please, because our silver clean technology is incredible and like to learn more about that. Yeah, when you use the example of what spoons are made of, that really resonated with me <laughs> as far as bacteria fighting components or ingredients or elements. I don't know 
composition, whatever the heck the right word is. Franco, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for talking about your transition from an NFL Hall of Famer to the business world with Franco's All Natural, which transitioned or evolved into Super Bakery, as well as your current venture, Silver Sport. A life lesson that you mentioned that is applicable to all real estate investors, all entrepreneurs, is look at the things from a business historical perspective, not from a social perspective. And the reason why I say that is because if we look at it from a business and historical perspective and we are successful, then I believe there will be a positive social ripple effect afterwards. But if we're not successful, then the social perspective, it might be a drop in the bucket, but then it will go away and the bucket will be dry again. You read my mind. Yeah. Exactly where I was going to go with that. Exactly. You know, like it takes the business. I'm with you. Other part happened. And I want you to know that I'm going to get into real estate one of these days soon. I want you to know that. All right. Well, you got my info and we'll catch up again once you do or maybe before and see what I can do to help you out. But in the meantime... We've got a daily podcast, so subscribe to it on your phone and you can listen to every episode for real estate experts that give their best advice ever. There you go about that. What do you think about that? I like that. (laughs) All right, Franco. Thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks again. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com.